Good morning, Grinders. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me there on Twitter. And this is the show where we would normally go over yesterday's slate, but really there, there wasn't much of a slate yesterday. I didn't, I didn't play. I didn't play the two-game slate, something or other. I don't know what happened last night, so we're not going to deal with it. Today, though, we have a 15-game slate, and I'm here, as always, talking about DFS strategy, not the picks, not the plays. We got the projections. You use them. You make plus EV lineups with them, utilizing game theory, so if you got you got any comments you got any questions you got any questions about the tools i'm going to show up some things some some misconceptions people have about about optimizers uh today but uh if, if, if you if you do have any questions because i've gotten some dms on seemingly i don't want to call them stupid questions but like understand understanding how to use a lineup builder like lineup hq like understand what it's trying to do once you understand what it's trying to do it doesn't have a brain Right, but it's going to try to do something mathematically, and then for you to take control of what it's trying to do, to get it to build the lineups that you want to build. So, so that I want to show some stuff today. I see you guys in the chat: Suki Singh, Frederick Duke, Jerome Lewis, Doug Montgomery, Matt Mears, Daniel Hutchins, Brandon McNeil, Jupocalypse, Wu J Train, Cardfan, Chandler Cannon, Doug Edwards, Julian Wilson, Shannon Lambert. Good morning. Hit the thumbs up button. I don't got an, I'm out of apple juice. So I'm just, I'm drinking water. I'm drinking water. I'm taking a medication now. They say I have to drink a lot of water anyway. So I got to drink a lot of water. I, I have the electrolyte. Like it tastes like man, it's mandarin orange propel. Is that, is that healthy? Is that, is that better than normal water? Seems like it should be better than normal water. I don't know. It has electrolytes, but of course, Brondo, right. Had electrolytes or something like that and idiocracy and that, that was pretty much Mountain Dew or whatever, whatever the hell it was. So hit the thumbs up button to give me more electrolytes. Don't keep it cold or anything. It's already kind of lukewarm as it is. But I'm here. Uh, Eli is in the chat. Feel free to give him some clappy claps. Give him some clappy claps. He was, he's been gone for a week or whatever, but he's back. And I see you guys in the chat. Uh, yeah, lineup HQ... Uh, the number one, the, the overall misconception that people have about optimizers in general, this this is for pretty much all optimizers, is that the only thing that it's doing is mathematically trying to build you lineups with the highest median fantasy point value. Okay? So by default, so like I'm on FanDuel right now. This is FanDuel Lineup HQ. Okay. I have no settings, pretty much. I have 10, produce 10 lineups. Uh, I'll even set the minimum to nothing, to whatever. Doesn't matter. One unique player, everything else is not even running exposure. Don't even use that. Right, just 10. Give me 10 lineups. So I build 10. I'm choosing 10 because it's quicker. Right, it's going to give me the highest, 146.73, then 145.89, 145.5 it's just going to basically what are the top 10 lineups that you can that you could it's called a knapsack problem that maximum you could spend is set 35,000 and you have to fill these positions that's the only requirement so what will give me the highest 
median fantasy points based on the projections that you have. Obviously, you change the projection source and there'll be different pay- people there, right? Instead of, uh, instead of Bregman being projected for 12.92, maybe he's 13.78. And then that means that some other, pre- then you could fit some other guy in, right? So it depends on the projection source. It's not the optimizer. It's whatever you're inputting. I'm using the bad X projections from 1034, which obviously will be updated later today anyway. So, so this is just like initial projections. But you can see here, here's a lineup with Rod- Rodon at 10.6. You got three Mets, Alonzo, Lindor, Pilar. You got the Yankees, three Yankees. So I think I think the Yankees are underpriced on FanDuel. Uh, I think on both sides. Harper. And there you go. There, there's a the lineup. No correlation. No, no, I mean, just it's whatever, whatever the best about whatever it is. 146.73. Okay. So that's what that's what it's going to try to do every single time, unless you tell it otherwise. Unless you tell it you want it to do something differently. So if you build 150 lineups like this, you're just going to get 150. Like this, this would be cash. These would be cash lineups. Doesn't care how much they're owned, right? Projected owned. Doesn't care what. It doesn't care about any of that, right? So you're going to get this. But now let's say it's like okay, well I'm playing GPPs, but I I'm stacking, right? So I'm going to do the same thing, and I'm going to put let's just, just say four X. We're not even going to do four fours. Just four X, okay? So that what I'm now telling the optimizer is that do exactly what you've been doing. Just it needs to the, show me the first, the best lineup that is a four man stack of one team, whatever it is. And then the bet most amount of median fantasy points. Right. So if I do this with four X, probably it's going to be Yankees or Mets. Right. You're going to get one, two, three, four. See right here. So McCann enters the lineup. So you're going to get basically a four-man Met stack. Here's a four-man Yankee stack right underneath it. So 145.28. So you, but you can see here in our first build, you're not getting that because there are better lineups that aren't stacked. I think you get, I think actually you get it right down here, right? Actually, it's like the eighth, it's the eighth best lineup as it is. Okay. So now let's say you're going to stack the other team also. Let's say you're going to play just for, for, for argument's sake. Let's, let's do four threes. Let's do, uh, okay, let's, let's do four fours. People build four fours. So I'm going to put that to 100. Now, now it's going to force a four-man team from the other side. Probably going to be the Yankees. Probably it's going to be a Mets-Yankees 4-4. Four, four. Okay, we're, okay. Now we actually got the Dodgers. Mets-Dodgers. There you go. With Denilson Lamette. At thirty one, at thirty one nine, right? So you're leaving a ton of money on the table. One thirty six point two five, one twenty eight point five two. Here's Mets, Red Sox, A's, Yankees, right? Because you're forcing in four players from two different sides. What? And all it's going to do at that point is what gives you the highest median total, median fantasy points total. Okay, doesn't matter about the ownership or whatever. What's the highest median based on the projections that you're using? You change the projections, it's going to be different stuff, right? If I want to project Dilson Lamette for 30 points and not 34, well, that's going to change everything, okay? So it's not going to give you these lineups. It's not going to give you lineups that aren't stacked. It's not going to give you 4X lineups. Let's go to, if we go to 4-3, give me the best 10 lineups that have are 4-3. 
Let's see what they are. Okay. So here we go. Mets Yankees with Rodon. So Bryce Harper one off. Right. Kind of kind of kind of looks like the cash type lineups as it is. Right. So here we go. The difference between the top two lineups. 144.78, 144.12. But what's the actual difference? So both have Pete Alonso. One has to- Torres. Both have Odor. Bregman is different. Lindor's in this. Pilar is in this. So Harper isn't. Judge. So Judge Stanton. So what? It's a 2v2. So Bregman. Let's see. Bregman and McCann for what? Harper and Torres? That's what it kind of looks like, right? Because Odor could fit second base. So it's a two, it's a two-player difference. We go down here, and it's like, okay, here's Sanchez and Bieber. Still like only a two-player difference. If we go down here, this is like almost like a one-player difference, right? Rodon, Sanchez, I mean, this look kind of looks like the lineup up here, right? So there isn't that much difference between these lineups, right? I'm building 10 lineups. Give me the 10... Give me the 10 best, whatever it is. Now, if you just play these 10 lineups, you're going to be playing a lot of Mets. And you can play 100% Mets and Yankees. Okay? They're the best median projected lineups. And the differences between them is very minimal. Right? You're playing Mets and Yankees, but, I mean, you're only, you're literally only playing four of the Mets. One, two, three, four, five of the Yankees. Okay? So if someone else on the Mets... It's right. I mean, if it's not Pilar, Lindor, Alonzo, or McCann, I mean, if we take a look at the starting lineups that are projected, let's go to the Mets. Where are the Mets? Mets are early. Right. So no Dominic Smith. Let's go to FanDuel. FanDuel pricing. Now, obviously, you have the best hit. I mean, you have, if you have one, two, three, four, right? I mean, yes, I get it. That's what you want. Pilar, 2,100 leading off. Okay. But you have no Dominic Smith, Nido, Jury, McKinney, and Peraza. They do anything. You play 20 lineups or whatever, 10, 20 lineups. You're not, it's just going to keep on putting, giving you the best, the, the most amount of median fantasy points. Billy McKinney may, may project, not horribly, but if he goes off and you don't have, oh, I have all my Met stacks. I have 20 Met stacks and they're all the same four guys. Well, you're, you're, you're done, right? That's not the, the optimizers didn't choose that. Just obviously the guys that are that are lower. I mean, if we take a look at the projection, these are played IQ projections. But we get to see here, Pilar 11.85, 12.25, 10.87, 12.71, 10.57, and then a lot of these sevens. So even Dominic Smith is just slightly less of a value than the, the top four. So you, you, you unless you te- just say otherwise, you're not going to get Dominic Smith. We could see here, you're not getting any Dominic Smith. And the differences between your lineups are very minimal. They're 2v2s, 1v1s, and 2v2s. So how could you make it more diversified? So let's say you, you I, I want to play the best 10 lineups possible, but I don't want them all to be this sharing just difference of one or two players. Well, that's what unique players does. So let's say I set the unique players up to, up to three, Okay. Because we already have some 2v2s. So 2v2s would be 2. 1v1s would be 1. Because we already have 1. So let's say we set it to 3. And we build. What this is doing now is changing your diversification. Right? You're going to get worse lineups now. You're not going to get the best 10. Based on a 4-3 stack size. 
right? Because you're telling you, I'm telling the optimizer, I want more diversification. I want there to be at least a difference of three players in every line. So now if we take a look, we see, look, Brandon Drury and Billy McKinney start coming in. Thomas Nido and James McCann, right? Down will be, I mean, we get more if we sort by team. We see, we still only have five Yankees, but we have more of the Mets, right? Because it's, it's, it's going through going, okay, I could give you these top 10 lineups, but they're only a difference of one. But I'm telling you like, nope, you got to skip the, you got to skip that one. Because it has to be a difference of three. So you can see here between the top two, that it kind of still looks very similar, right? You got the Mets here, McCann, Lindor, Pilar, Alonzo. Here is, uh, here's a four-man, if you go to the next, uh, let's see, the four-man Mets, Nido, Lindor, Pilar, Alonzo. And you get some Astros here that we didn't have before, right? So now it's much more diversified. So you're getting some Astros Yankees. You're getting some Astros Mets. Some Phillies. Alex Dickerson is a one-off. Look at this lineup. Alonzo Jury Lindor and a four-man Yankee stack. Here's a here's a Philly, Philly, a 4-3 with Alonzo Jury, Lindor, McKinney. And then Herrera, McCutcheon, Harper. And then an Odor one-off. So these lineups look like here. There's a Tiger stack. That's the, you know, at the bottom of 10 lineups, right? 126.56. So here you go. Here's the Tigers Philly stack with an Alonzo one-off and Rodon still up there at the at pitcher. So that in and of itself is, is adding diversification. It's not giving you better lineups. These are actually worse lineups from a median fantasy point value than the other lineups. But do you want to play lineups that are very correlated to each other? Not correlated inside the lineup. Meaning that like do I do I want do I want to be a hundred percent Lindor, a hundred percent Judge, a hundred percent Pilar? And you could if you want. Hey, that's high variance strategy. You say, hey, I'm going to build ten. I'm building ten lineups, and they're all going to be Yankees Mets lineups. Okay, you could do that. But the Yankees put up two runs today, and the Mets put up three runs on a fifteen game slate, and you know eight other teams have six plus runs. Like you're, it's not like oh maybe one of my lineups gets to the top. No, no, they're they're all too close to each other. They're only the difference of one or two players. Whatever one lineup puts up as a point score, your other lineups are going to be pretty much around around that that area, right? So if you want to diversify more, you increase the differences between the lineups. So now in this scenario, we still have 100% Pete Alonso, 100% Lindor. You know, we still, like, do you want to go, the, the Mets probably going to be chalky. Yankees probably going to be chalky also. So it's like, well, I'm building my 10 lineups. I want to have the best 10 lineups, but do I want, do I want to have, do I want to have all the Mets? Do I want to have all the Mets completely? No, maybe I want to choose the teams that I want to have. Maybe I want to have a maximum. Okay. So now we go to the stacks page. Okay. Stacks page. We already set four, three, hundred percent. Number of unique players, three. And now we could choose what team, like, I don't want, uh, out of my 10 lineups, I don't want more than, than, than four of them, right? 40% because with 10 lineups, right? I don't want more, uh, I, 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 we could do this. I don't want more than 22 of them to be a four-man stack, but I don't mind like three-man stacks. 
So half of my line, you know, up to, this is the max. So let's say I set that. And let's say I do that also for the Yankees because they're going to be jockeys, let's say. I mean, we're making 10 lineups. We're only making 10 because it makes it easier and quicker. So we're not just sitting here, just watching it make lineups. So let's say I say the same thing for the, for the Yankees. No more than 20%, which for 10 lineups would be two lineups. As a four-man stack, my primary stack percentage, and no more than 50% of my secondary stacks. So what this is going to do, what this is telling the builder is the builder is still, it only has a one-track mindset. Give you the most amount of median fantasy points in a lineup. That's it. Based on, on anything that you put in. It's going gonna, it's gonna to just do that until told otherwise. So now I'm telling the builder on top of give me 4-3, right? So you have to give me the 10 best lineups, 10 highest medium projected lineups that are 4-3. Then I said that are 4-3 and have at least a difference of three players. And now I'm saying 4-3, difference of three players, and no more than 20% of this and no more than 20% of that right? And 50% of the three man. So it'll get to a point. It wants to, if we, if we look at the lineups that we were building, it wants to give you all of it because that's what that's have, has the most amount of median fantasy points, right? It wants to, but now it's going to be encounter a command, a string that it's being fed that says, no, not all the Mets, not, and it's going to, it's going to, it's going to think if it had a brain, it would think it's like, well, I want to give you, I want to give you good fantasy points. And well, I know the, the next lineup that it, the third lineup I could give you, I gave you a Mets lineup. I gave you a Mets lineup. The next Mets lineup is a Mets lineup, but I can't because we're already at 20%. So I got now, now I got to look, I got to look for the next best that doesn't have a four man Mets stack. So let's, let's do that. We put that in 20% one side, 50% the other side. So now you see the Pete Alonso starts going down. These, these exposures start going down. So we see a Yankees, basically a Yankees four-man, Mets three-man. We could even take, take a look at a combo summary, just to even show. We don't even have to look. So we got Houston as a four-man, Yankees as a three, right? Let's see, here we go. Stack summary as a four-man stack, right? No more than two, right? We have Yankees, right? Yankees and Mets, we set at 20%. So for 10 lineups, that's two lineups. So I stopped it there, which means that it's now going to go to the next, what's the next best team for median fantasy points? Well, it turns out to be the Astros and then the Nationals, right? So it's just going to just gonna find, find a way to fit that in. And in the three hitter stacks, we set the max at 50%. And obviously, since they're the best projected teams on the slate currently in the bat projections, it's going to use a three-man Mets stack and a three-man Yankee stack. So let's say we make, Let's say we change that even more. Let's say I don't want more than 10%. So I don't want more than one line, right? Because I want to be contrarian, right? And I don't want more than 30%. And 30% over here. Now, what would you expect since we lowered the, the highest projected teams to be lower? Well, then the, whoever projects better than that, then underneath that is going to start popping up even more. So I'm assuming that if I do this, I'm going to get more of the Astros and the Nationals, right? Because it's not only going to give me one Mets lineup and one Yankees lineup. It may end up giving me like seven Astros lineups and then one Washington lineup because it's just going to, how do I fit in the most amount of median fantasy points? 
So let's see. So here we go. You go to combo summary, stack summary, four hitter stacks. That actually spreads it out a little bit more. You get some Arizona, Houston, you get one Cincinnati stack, a four man, right? Okay. That has at least, obviously, we, we also have the thing that has to be three unique players. So you're going through here. Okay. So we take a look at the exposures. We still have Pete Alonzo in like seven lineups. So we take a look here, even though we're not stacking, right? We have three man stacks, Alonzo. Here's a four man. Here's our one, because remember, 10%. We only have one lineup that has a four man Met stack. And then we have Pete Alonzo as a one off. Pete Alonzo as a one off. Pete Alonzo and a three man. Pete Alonzo and a three man. Pete Alonzo as a one off. And it's like, well, do I want to hinge? Seven of my 10 lineups on Pete Alonzo? No. Maybe I don't. I'm like, okay. Obviously, I probably want him in my one Met stack, right? So that's 10%. So if I set this to 10%, most likely he's going to show up in that one lineup and not as a one-off. Maybe not, but most likely. If I set it for 20%, what does that make sense? Because you're having 10% Met stacks. Four mans. Obviously, you could also have three mans, so it'll be there also. So I'm more likely to get, you know, Pete Alonzo in the four-man stack as my one lineup, and then as a one-off in another lineup. So let's say, let's say I don't want him in more than four lineups. Okay. That may also bump up Lindor now, right? Because he's going to try to fit in Mets into the three-man stacks, and Lindor fits that. So let's say you don't want that to happen more than four times. Right, the two best friends. Same for Pillar. Let's say, just I just don't want Mets to be in more than four out of my ten lineups. So you do that. Now, guys like McKinney and McKin- all the other guys don't project as well, so it's less likely that they're going to come up, come up as necessarily as like one offs in eighty percent of your lineups. So we did this. So now I'm telling the builder. I know, I know the build. The builder's like, I just want to master. Master, I just want to give you median fantasy points. And you're, you're keep, you keep on stopping me. Now, all these lineups are getting even less median fantasy points. But they're the lineups I want to play. So I'm going to build like this with the cap on, on these players. Let's get to 10. Okay. So we can see here, like, okay, where's Alonzo? 44 lineups, four lineups. Only in three lineups. What are the Mets? Mets coming up in two over here. Okay, so now it's the lineup builder is going to give you the best projected median fantasy points lineups based on the constraints that you have put in for what you want to play. So now we have a four-man Yankee stack. We got, you know, here's Astros. We can take a look at the combo summary. Yeah, okay, we got Atlanta, New York, Atlanta, New York. Yankees, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Houston, San Diego, right? And then we take a look, let's take a look at pitching, right? We go, okay, we're getting a lot of Rodon. Because according to the bat, actually Rodon has almost as high a, a raw point projection as Bieber does. You also get Lamette. Well, I don't know, would you play him on FanDuel? I don't know, 6,500? Who knows what his pitch count's going to be? I, that may go up or down depending on what, what our pitch count may be. Let's say, let's say you don't want to take a chance on Lament. So you're like, I don't mind him in one lineup. Okay. Maybe you do that. Maybe you only want Rodon in three lineup. 
Okay. Now, obviously the pricing of these guys are going to change now kind of the stacks that you're going to get. I mean, players that you're going to get because you're, you're going to be playing worse, slightly worse projected pitchers at a different, slightly different price point. So these lineups may, I mean, we take a look here, 33-3. Like this lineup right here is one of the top projected lineups and you're leaving 1,700 on the table. If we didn't, if we set our minimum at like 34,000, you would have never gotten that line. Maybe you don't want to, but I'm just letting you know. Because now we could put a constraint that it has to spend at least 34000 Even though the builder may go, I could find a better lineup that's 33-3. Well, well, I'm telling you, I don't want. I'm putting in a setting that says to do what you do, builder. Do what you do. But it has to adhere to these, to these things that I need. So let's say we did that. Let's say we, we put it at 34000 Leave it, you could leave a thousand on the table, and we limited. We only, I don't want more than one Lamet lineup, and I don't want more than three Rodon lineups, or something like that. That's what you want. You want to build 10 lineups like that, okay? Now we get tons more Bryce Harper, right? We take a look at the pitching. Now we're getting some Boyd, some Bieber, some Nola, Lamet, Heaney. And if you don't, if you don't want any of these guys, just X them out. Like, let's say you don't want a Matthew Boyd lineup. Just you, you could. What do you want to do? So we take a look at these lineups now. We get, you know, Mets Yankees with Harper. I mean, we get with Jury in there, right? McCann, Jury, Lindor, Alonso. So it's a Mets lineup, but no Pilar, maybe not as not as chalky, right? Here's a Bieber lineup. Bieber, Yankees. Mets, Bregman. Then we start getting down further and further. We have a Heaney lineup with the Dodgers and the Mets and Harper. Harper's coming in as a lot of a one-off, right? Well, one-off Harper, one-off. Okay, this is a this is a four-man. Okay, so there's one lineup there. Here's a three-man with the Phillies. Here's a three-man with the Phillies. Okay, but let's say you don't you don't you don't want that. You don't do I do I want all the do I want eight out of ten of my lineups that have Bryce Harper in it? No, maybe you want them in, maybe, maybe you do the same thing. I don't want them in anywhere more than four of my lineups. Maybe I don't want Bregman in more than four of my lineups. Maybe I don't want Correa in more than four of my lineups, right? Odor, definitely. Maybe you don't want more than four of your lineups, right? So you do that. So now it's it's cutting out a higher price, the semi-higher price third baseman and a higher semi-higher price outfielder which means I'm assuming I'm going to start seeing maybe Suarez or Winker as a one-off more, maybe Acuna as a one-off, right? Because it's trying to spend at least 34000 right? You do that. Build 10 lineups. Here we go. We're close. Okay. Now we're getting a lot of Cody Bellin. We're getting Dodgers now, right? So you can see here that it's, it's trying to build based on your st- – the max stacks that you have. Now you could set these for uh, in 10 lineups. It's kind of hard to, I want, I want, cause you can't go lower than 10%. I want 5%. You can't have half of a lineup out of 10 lineups. But let's say you didn't want to get as much Dodgers or you wanted to get a certain amount. You, you set whichever ones you want to set. I'm just giving you an example. This is not, this is, I'm not, I'm not making any strategic decisions here. I'm just showing you how the builder works. So let's say you didn't want, let's say you didn't want any, like you didn't want, I didn't want more than one 
Dodger stack. Well, then set it for 10%. I mean, you could do that. Let's say you want a certain stack. We'll set their minimum exposure. I mean, so there you go. But the builder, all it's going to do is based on your inputs, give you what's the best median projected lineups. Remember, GPPs, you don't care about medians. You care about ceilings. You care about how, how often will it do well compared to the ownership. That's it. So if we take a look at your 10 lineups here, we sort by ownership. Projected, we have initial, which is obviously going to change. See, we have a lineup with a 135 total. But I mean, there's no way that Gary Sanchez is a quarter percent owned on this slate. That's why I said you take, take the ownership with a grain of salt right now. So you got 135, 101. But look at the difference between these two lineups 140.48 and 140.07. But you're saving so much more ownership, right? 34 points in ownership. All right, we look down here, and here's 100. Here's 88, 139, 81 at 144. So actually, this is this is an even better lineup. And it looks chalky, right? But it's based on the current ownership that we have that just came in. So here's one, 142 at 81. So much better than 140 at 135. So maybe, hmm, let's see. What I'm getting, it's like, look, I could get lineups that, project well for under 100 for under 100 that project better than these lineups than this lineup so why why don't i want to play i don't if i'm going to play 10 lineups why am i going to play a lineup that's at 135 when i could find lineups that are at 80 for instance or at least under 100 right this is like 130 okay so you're sacrificing a lot more 137 so that's not that bad 144 at 81. So like there's a 50 point ownership difference based on take it with a grain of salt, our current, our current 11 o'clock in the morning ownership projections, which everything will, everything will change by five o'clock. So what can you do now? Well, there's a blunt tool that you could use here. I mean, you could just say max. To, I don't want, I don't, I don't want that 135 lineup. So I don't want any lineup that has a max total lineup ownership of hundred blunt tool. I built 10. So it'll eliminate that lineup and I'll give you the best lineups I can that fit your fit your constraints. Now we're going to get rid of that lineup and it's going to give me lineups that don't have anything more than 100. Then you see, we get that. This is the lineup that we were looking at before. 144 at 81. 143 at 81. 139 at 70. 138 at 73. 170, 137 at 96. So it's a little bit worse than that lineup, but Still goes by our constraint, right? You're you're getting Boyd, Bellinger, right? It's a little bit contrary. 132 at 98. 131 at 67. Okay, that isn't bad. 128 at 74. 128 at 95. So then maybe this is the type of lineup that maybe, right? Because 128 at 95, there, there are probably other lineups that you could build that have like much five points higher median projection that you don't need this. So maybe you get rid of this lineup, you delete it, or find a way to not produce these types of lineups, right? 90, 128 at 92. So you take a look and you go, like, what's 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 in here? Guillermo Heredia, William Contreras. Yeah, it's, it's this four-man brave stack. It's kind of like, it, project, it's, it just doesn't project that well. But based on your constraints, it's it, it, it does fit in. So maybe you decide to not, oh, okay, make sure not to play Brave Stacks. 
You know, you X out uh, Heredia and Contreras. You X out, you can X out the guys that, you know, once you X out, you know, you only have two two guys from a team that obviously can't make a stack if you're making four, three, one lineup. So you have to think logically. You have to think of, like, how do I accomplish what I want to happen? And there's multiple ways to do so. But if you just go to the lineup builder and just start plugging in and just go, I'm going to say, what's my settings? Like these build rules, it's whatever it is that you need to, I mean, like, this number of 100 could be anything on any given day, right? Number of unique players could be anything on any given day. Maybe you want to do it all in one blunt sweep, right? So, like, we put in these 40s here, right? Let's say instead of putting in as individual, right, we have 40, here's 30 for a pitcher, 40, anything else? 10 for Lamette, we'll keep that. We only want that one Lamette line. I mean, you could just go and if you want to use a blunt tool, you could just say hitter max exposure 40%. It's like none of the hitters, right? You don't have to worry about Harper one-offs and just, I don't want any hitter more than four of my lines. And maybe you say for pitcher, I don't want more any pitcher in more than three of my lines, right? You can just, instead of putting 30% Rodon and then 40 in a bunch of people, maybe you just go, no, there's not going to be a case where I'm going to play a guy in more than four. Okay, you could, you could. That's what you want to do, right? It could be, if you're playing... 100 lineups, maybe these, maybe, like, I don't want to hit her in more than 20, 20% of my lineups or a pitcher. Maybe you want to go heavy. Maybe you want to go heavy on Colar Carlos Rodon today. And you say, I don't mind having six on FanDuel, especially one pitcher. You're like, I don't mind having 60% Rodon. Well, then set your max exposure on pitcher to 60%. This is going to try to give you more. It's probably going to try to give you more than that. So unless you want 86% of your lineups out of 100 or whatever to be Carlos Rodon, it's the highest fantasy, median fantasy points, but only by, by a little. So you have to cap it somewhere. So like, so here we did 40, 30, just whatever. 100 max total lineup ownership. So you don't have to even use player exposures. You could set a max there and then see what happens, right? And there you go. No more than 40, right? And we're getting stack summary. You're getting four-man Houston, Dodgers, Mets, Yankees, Angels, Reds. Combo, decent cross-section combo. Diversity, wise. There you go. Here's the three Carlos Rodon lineups. You can even see here, Carlos Rodon is tied to, look, we have Rodon, Judge, Odor, Stanton. Judge, Odor, Stanton. Odor, Judge. So basically, Rodon because we're not playing him in more than three lineups is going to be in the higher projected lineups, right? Like, like this. So maybe, maybe you say, I don't, I want to make sure that my Yankees and Rodon are separate and you could create a group if you want that. I'm not saying you should, but let's say you do. Let's say you want it to. You like, I want to, I want to make sure that that Rodon and judge are separate from each other for whatever reason. Right. I don't want, I don't want all my Rod- judge lineups to be with Rodon. Or with Odor. No, Odor, probably that's 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 the issue. Rude and Odor, right? He's a pain in the ass. 2,300 on FanDuel. But let's say you don't want you, you want to separate them for whatever reason. I mean, then you got the player groups. Yeah, I don't want uh, I don't want Rodon and, and and Odor together. So feel free to feel free to give me any any lineups, but just not together. You want to do something like this. And you so there you go, you built 10. The builder's still going to try to, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to fit in median fantasy points 
give you the best lineups possible. And it's gonna it's it's gonna want to give you Rodon Odor because that would be the best fantasy points. You need fit, but now you're telling it otherwise. You're saying no, no. So now you're getting Rodon with Torres here. Right? If we take a look at the Rodon lineups, Rodon doesn't have Odor in it. Still is a Yankee stack. Here's a Sanchez one off. If we take a look at Odor, where's Odor? Odor is not has been Bieber, Bieber, Boyd, Pablo Lopez. You have to decide what you want to do. But there's a way to accomplish anything that you want to do. But the optimizer, the builder, lineup HQ isn't going to think for you. Isn't going to, it's, it's, I'm just, I'm just going to try to jam in as many of whatever the projections you have. If you have your own projections, you'd be uploading them. If you're using the plate IQ projections. I mean, obviously, the, we're, we're talking about differences of a couple of points. Right, the difference of oh, one picture projected for forty-one versus one picture projected for thirty-eight. Maybe, maybe that's flipped and based on some other model. They're typically going to be close enough. So, depending on your projections, I mean, it's completely different. I'm not getting much of the Dodgers at all in my projections. Okay, this concept still applies on how to use an optimizer, but this is the progression of going through and building your lineups. I'm building it with ten. Now, do I have to build, do I have to do 13 steps in order to do all of it? No. You use an optimizer enough, you, you think logically, you could predict, well, if I don't play a lot of, if I don't play a lot of this pitcher, probably I'm going to get a lot of the next best point per dollar projected pitcher also, right? Oh, I'm going to fade this guy and that guy and this guy. Well, then I'm going to get a lot of that, right? The cause and effect. You're not going to get a lot of a lot of the Mets and the Yankees. It's going to go, well, what's the next proje- best projected point per dollar team? Well, the Astros, and then this team, and then this. And you can just start getting a lot of them until you, until you tell the builder otherwise, right? So you already know the cause and effect. So I, don't, I typically don't have to go through 13 builds in order to get the lineups that I want to play. Typically, maybe maybe five. Because I already know what it's going to do. I mean, I are, I'm looking at the projections. I know what it's going to do. I take a look at the, the hitter projections or the pitcher projections. I look, sort by f- point per dollar. It's like, okay, I may get some. See, now in FanDuel, you only have one pitcher. So a $6,500 or $7,400 pitcher means expensive stacks. So whoever's an expensive stack, if they project well, is going to be paired with Lamette or Boyd. And then I took a look at raw fantasy points. And you can see Bieber is up here at 39.88. But Rodon is only like 0.09 lower for 900 cheaper. So from a point per dollar perspective, you can see right here, 3.75. Like he actually projects better than Bieber. So I'm probably going to expect to see Rodon. I may see some Pablo Lopez, maybe some Aaron Nola, right? The picture's a little bit closer based on the bat projections. So I already know that. Before I press the build button, I already know that. I take a look at the hitters, right? A lot of times I'm not even looking at the actual hitters. I'm looking at the stack projection page. Right? So you sort by point per dollar, which is what, in, remember, the builder is trying to give you the most amount of median fantasy points for the salary. So that's point per dollar. So I could just look at the stacks page on the bat stacks, you know, page that it has. I go, oh, okay, I'm going to get a lot of Mets, Yankees, maybe some Brewers. Right? I could look right here. The best point per dollar stacks. And then best raw points. Phillies, Dodgers, Astros. Right? Oh, oh my God. It's the same, it's the same of what happened, right? Right? It's going to be all the Mets and all the Yankees. And then after that, it's going to give you the highest, you know, 
a lot of Astros, Dodgers, Phillies. I mean, that's exactly what happened. But I would know that right now, right? Before I even pressed the build button, before I did anything, I would look on this page and go, okay, if I, let, if I just let it run by median fantasy points, I'm probably gonna get a lot of Mets-Yankees lineups, Mets-Dodgers lineups, Yankees-Phillies lineups, Yankees-Astros lineups, and th- that's exactly what we got. So you could, you could already know what's, you know, I could look in here and go, okay, if I don't set some caps, I'm going to get a lot of Mets and Yankees. Do I want to play a lot of Mets and Yankees today? And you could set it, set it from there. You could look in there. Okay. Then Brewers, Brewers may come up a bunch. So what do I do with that? And then you go through. And if you're building a hundred lineups, I was a little, a little bit more complex. I wanted to show you with 10 because it was just easier and fast to shore up some, some just misconceptions on how lineup builders work. They're, they're stupid. They don't do anything. They're just solving a knapsack math problem. That's it. That's all they do. Doesn't like a certain guy. Oh, this guy, oh, the, the optimizer likes this guy. No. It's trying to give you the most amount of median fantasy points, and that's the numbers that are in the projections that, yeah, if a guy is 2,000 and projects for nine points, he's going to start showing up in so many lineups. And it may also show up in a lot of your opponent's lineups because people that don't know how to use lineup builders like this correctly don't know how to use projections correctly that they go, I'll, I guess I'm just going to have 80% Pete Alonzo. And then Alonzo's ownership just becomes too inflated, right? He's overowned. You get the 2K crappers on DraftKings. So, you know, that's leading off or something. And they're, it's a 15 game slate and they're 22% owned. Like, why is that? It's like, because it could build you better median fantasy point lineups. And many people don't, they build lineups in a builder and they don't know what they're doing. And they're going to, they're going to get a lot of median fantasy points, but that doesn't win GPPs. So do I want it? Do I want a 22% owned, you know, not that great of a hitter, just that he's 2k. And of course, once I have that guy in, that means my line of construction is probably going to look the same as a lot of other lineups. Oh, well, with, once you use that guy, then you could pay up twice a pitcher and then you could pay for this guy. And then like, okay, now you look like everyone else's line. So I hope this helped. Some people have a have, a, have an issue using lineup builders, using optimizers or, or misconceptions. Most, the number one misconception, people, they, they projections and optimizers are two different things, right? Like this is not using lineup HQ. This is using the bat projections. And I'm using a tool. It's like you, ha- you have your budget for your business and then you have a calculator. It's like, well, the, the calculator is not making up the numbers. You're inputting the stuff in. So you put, you, you have garbage projections. You're going to get garbage lineups no matter what tool you use. So the, the optimizer in and of itself is a tool. The projections are what it has to use. So if you're like, oh, the optimizer likes. No, no, the projections do. If anything, if anything, the projections like something the optimizer is just is just solving a math problem for you and keeps on you keep on putting in the same inputs and it's keep on giving you the same answer you go this you're not telling me anything else i'm going to start jamming this guy into everywhere because you know he's 2k and he projects for 20 fantasy points like he's going to be in everything like imagine we did that right if i didn't set any caps and i set pete alonso to 700 points today right 700 He's going to be in every lineup. There's no way for him not to be in every lineup unless I tell it otherwise. Because who doesn't want to get 700 fantasy points for 3,500? Right, you'd want to. You, you wouldn't even sacrifice anything. You don't care if he's 100% owned. 
So feel free to post your questions. That's why I just wanted to go over this because we didn't have nothing to go re review yesterday. And I started getting a bunch of questions about using Lineup HQ. Some some pretty basic ones, but as long as long as you as long as you get the central concept that that this median number, right? These meaning numbers right here is the only thing it really cares about. Now all these other inputs are in there. So if you if you want to cap by ownership, there, there's a way to do it. If you want to cap by so you you could do whatever you want with the optimizer, but if you don't, it's just going to start jamming in as many of this number as possible for the salary and the positions and the stacks and the what, what whatever you put in. It's going to until told otherwise, it's going to keep on doing that. Is that what you want? No. Tyler Jackson, I'm going way back. If I'm going under the field on the chalk stack and cap them at let's say eight percent for FanDuel, should I also cap the secondary because? Line of HQ just starts jamming them in a secondary. Yes, take a look and see, right? If, you, if you're playing 4-4, four, 4-3, four, 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 you know, something like that, 5-3 on DraftKings, the reason why it's jamming it in is because they're the best point-per-dollar projected players. That's all it knows. That's all it knows. It doesn't know anything else. So if, unless you tell it otherwise, it's like, okay, well, you told me that I, I, sh I, sh I shouldn't give you five-man Mets stacks, but you didn't tell me anything about three-mans. So if that's the best projected lineup, I'm just going to start jamming in three-man Mets because that's, that's the highest median fantasy points. That's all, that's all it cares about. So you have to tell it otherwise. You say, okay, well, don't give me as much as that, right? And it's, okay, okay boss. Yeah, and it's going to even whisper to you. It's going to whisper, you know, you know, the lineups that you're making have less median fantasy points. But that's what you want. You only want 30% of that and 20% of this and whatever. Okay, okay, I'm... Just saying that I can make better lineups from a median perspective. But you don't care about me. That those are cash lineups. You think in terms of median when it comes to cash games, not for not for GPPs. Uh, Michael Dampier, this this is this is a, a question that gets asked a lot. Uh, why doesn't the mod? Why doesn't the model? It's not the model. Why doesn't the optimizer, the builder? have a minimum entry field for teams to stack. Like if I want New York in exactly 50% of my secondary stacks, can you do that? The way to do that, these are maxes, okay? But all you have to do, let's reset this. I need to do that by that. All you have to do is make everything add up to at least 100 and it'll accomplish exactly what you want it to do, right? But you need to make sure that everything adds up to 100. Right, because you have all these maxes. Right now, it's nothing. So let's say I want, I want, I want to make sure to have twenty percent of the Mets. I want twenty percent of the Yankees. I want twenty percent of Seattle. Let's say, for instance, I want twenty percent of Milwaukee. And I want twenty percent Houston. Like that adds up to a hundred. Like if you did that, and you excluded all the other ones, like think of the logic behind that, right? You're excluding these, so you're not getting any of them. You're telling the lineup builder, give me the best lineups you can make based on median fantasy points, but no more than 20% this and no more than 20. Like it's going to try to go, like it's going to give you 20% of that and then go to the neck and go, oh, I could give you 20% of this. And until it gets up to hundred, well, there's no more lineups. That's a hundred percent. Like if you set if you set these all at thirty percent, five teams at thirty percent, that's one hundred and fifty percent, which means you may not get certain teams, right? Because it's past hundred. No more than, 
So if we set this, let's make it easier so I can keep it on all in one screen. Let's include, include, and reset. It's an easy way to do it. Okay. So let's say, like, if I put in, like, 40, 40, 40, 40, let's just say. Like, this adds up to a, to 160, which means no more than this, no more than that. Now, you're probably not going to get any Pittsburgh stats because it's going to give you 40% of the Dodgers, then 40% of the Phillies, and then 40% of the Braves. Like, and that's going to be past 100. That's going to be past your lineups. You're building, what, 100 lineups? You're, you're probably not going to get any Pittsburgh because these are maxes. Because you're basically the builders going, I'm trying to build you the best median lineups, but no more than that. Okay, well, then I, I could, I could, these are the best median lineups. They're all Dodgers. So I'm going to just fill up the 40% because that's what you told me. I can get up to 40% with them. And then I can get up to another 40% with the Phillies. Then I can get another 20% with the, the Braves. And you're sitting there with no Pirates because they don't project that well, right? Because you set the maxes for this. But if you set the maxes, so they add up to 100%, it's going to foot, you're going to get 25% Pittsburgh. Because it's saying, don't give me any more than this, any more than that. Any, then, so once it's done with these three teams, it's like, well, where else do I go? I, I've excluded all the other teams. These lineups are probably going to be median projected pretty low, but it's going to give you it, right? Because that's what you told it. And depending on the constraints that you put on the rest and everything else, we have tons of other settings. It may not even be able to give you all the lineups that you want. If you build a hundred lineups like this, it may it may crap out at like ninety four. It's like it's trying to, and then like there's, there's just no lineups left that fit those constraints. And it's like up oh, ninety four lineups. And you're like, well, I want a hundred. So a lot of times, what I do is I just go slightly over. So if you're gonna split it up or something like that, you split it up so it goes up to like one hundred four. So yeah, you're probably not gonna get twenty six percent Pittsburgh. You're probably gonna get twenty two percent Pittsburgh but it's not going to be stuck. It's not going to end up getting stuck. Like you're more likely to just get, if you want a hundred lineups, you're going to get a hundred lineups this way rather than have it be exactly, it's going to try to be exact for a hundred percent. And it may crap out the last couple of lineups. I mean, like there's nah, I can't fit with, obviously with all the other settings, if you don't have any other settings, like it's much easier to do this, but you may have no more than this picture, no more than that. Make sure there's three differences. Make sure that this and make sure that that, and then get exactly 100% of four teams or something. It's kind of hard. It's, 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 it's it, you're giving it like, it's, it's so little margin of error that it's, it, it may not be able to build you a hundred lineups. So like, if you go slightly over and you can do the same with the secondary stack, right? Right. Maybe you, you, you don't want more than 10 whatever it is that you want, that you're, you're telling, you're telling the lineup builder what to do oh let's see frederick duke says the only way i know how to force minimums is to artificially raise the projections of players who are being overlooked or underused i know this isn't the answer you want but that's how i do it yeah you you could change the projections you there's nothing wrong once you're trying to build lineups who cares what the the numbers do whatever you want in the builder to get the lineups that you want to make i i change the projections now mlb i don't do it nba i do it Plenty of times if I'm look, I'm not getting enough of this guy and I'm setting a minimum and it's still not getting, I'm fighting with it. I'm just looking, we'll just project them for three more points. And now, now the optimizer's like, oh, well now I can build now, now. Now I'm trying to give you median fantasy points. And now he's three points higher, which means I can fit him in so many other lines. Okay, you could do it. As long as it produces the lineups I want. Yeah, you could do it that way. Uh, let's see. I'm glad people are getting this. I mean, this is how to use, this is how to use a lineup. 
builder. Any, and it doesn't even have to be lineup HQ. This is just think in terms of the lineup builder. The optimizer is only thinking in terms of median fantasy points. That's all it does based on the projections you have. Everything else is you, you're, you're telling it to do something else other than that. Give you the, in that constraint of give me the best median projected lineups based on no more than 40% of this and no more than 20% of that and no more than this guy and that guy and not with this guy and not with these two people together and not and all those types of things. Those are the things you have to input based on what you want to do strategically. Well, what do I do? Well, what, what, because people ask, like, what are the builds? What are your build settings? Well, whatever settings that I, for the lineups for that day that I'm going to build, this could look different, right? When, oh, I don't, I have optimal range of outcomes. If I'm not getting a good enough diversity, maybe I do set it to 10%, right? Maybe that accomplishes, right? Instead of setting min and max on players, I could just increase the randomness. I can increase the randomness of pitchers, which makes their projection kind of like go up and down 10%. Or whatever this number is, like you'd never you'd never put it on like eighty percent. Then what's the point of the projections, right? Randomness at eighty percent. You might as well just plug any old number in there. Just going to give you random lines. But that's one way to accomplish it. Now I'm I'm accomplishing my diversity without using randomness. Some people do it the opposite way. They're like, no, they they don't leave max exposures or they don't do any of that, and they use randomness instead. And then start capping people. I mean, you could do it that way. So, so these settings don't mean anything. Certain slates on a, maybe my min is is nothing. Maybe certain some slates my min is thirty four eight. Maybe I'm playing four fours and more four fours than four threes. If I'm playing more four fours, think logically. When you're playing more four fours, they're going to be less combinations that spend like thirty four eight to thirty five thousand. You're going to limit yourself so much. Because it's forcing in four guys. And a lot of times the, the fourth guy in a stack is not projected all that well. So you're sitting there going, it's trying to build your lineups and it may not be able to. So you probably have to set a lower minimum. Because so, you do this, you set it at 34.5 and you're like, where are my Tiger stacks? Where are my Tigers Marlins lineups? Well, you can't, they, 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 don't, they don't cost that much. You're playing the most expensive pitcher. You're trying to force in four Tigers and four Marlins. And that lineup, it, it, the... Even if you use the most expensive players out of those two teams, is thirty three thousand. So, like you've you've told the builder that that lineup is invalid. So you're wondering where, oh, and then you're blaming the optimizer. Oh, it didn't give me that. Well, no, it gave you what you wanted. You're the one that told it to not spend anything less than thirty four five. So it can't give you those lineups. So don't blame it. Blame yourself. Uh, let's see. I don't understand this question. Is there a maximum number of lineups to build using these techniques? Is it easier to decipher with 40 lineups rather than building 100 lineups with each change? Well, I do it with 150. But I also realize that I've been losing lineup HQ since it pretty much came out. So like every, 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 I mean, that's, that's why I say I use it. It's a tool. It's an efficiency tool. I can visualize the lineups that I want to build in my head. I want to build more of this, more of these types of lineups, more up and down lineups. Like I, I could look, I can go, okay, lineups that have an outfield one-off versus a catcher one-off. And then I'm just building, I'm just going in. Seeing what, seeing what comes out. Like I visualize it this way and then, oh, okay. If I think this way, I'm going to get a lot of that guy. Then I go, okay, maybe I have to think a different way. So you could do that with 150 lineups. I showed with 10 only because for the purpose of this show, it's quicker. So we're not... When I press build, we're not waiting here for a minute each in, each time because it's going to build 50, 100 lineups. 
10 is easier. And also percentage-wise, people get that a little bit easier. What's 20% of 10? Two lineups. Okay, that's easy. Okay, man. So I hope this helped. I mean, this, I mean, there's nothing to do with picking players today or anything. But if you if you want it, if you want lineup HQ, remember this is a print the lineup HQ is premium. So sign up for Roto Grinders Premium. Click on the link in the description, get 10%, 10%, $10 off, $10 off your first month. There are Roto Academy videos. I I mean, I me and Britt and and others have have done videos describing every setting and ever doing everything. Complete builds. So even if you want to sign up, watch the Roto Academy videos and then just skedaddle if you want, you know, after a month, fine, do that. Plenty of premium videos in, in our archive. Reset my defaults. But this, but this is how you work a tool. The misconception, that, oh, the optimizer is telling me what to do. Like it doesn't, it doesn't tell you what to do. It only has one goal. It has one dumb goal. Okay, you're the most amount of median fantasy points. Who cares about that? Okay, hit the thumbs up button on the way out. Hit the thumbs up. Even it's thumbs thumbs down. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs everywhere. Right on your way out the door. We got Grinders Live coming up today. Later, uh, big 15 game MLB slate. Then we got uh, crunch time for premium members. Sign up for Roto Grinders Premium. You can just get MLB or you get the combo combo premium for everything. MMA, BGA. NBA, the playoffs is going on, right? NFL, PGA, whatever, whatever it is. Get it all together. But your first month, $10 off and fool around with it. Maybe, have you ever used a lineup builder before? Well, try it out, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe you're using another one and you're like, okay, let's see, let's see what this does. They they all do the same things that some do it better than others. Some have different interfaces and functionalities. They're all essentially just one big knapsack problem solver. And that's it. And here's some variables you put in to stop it from doing that. And that's it. So try it out. If you have any questions, you could always ask during the pregame show. So that's the even tried out. And two days from now, you want to, oh, I tried doing this. And can you help me there? Or what what happened there? Or yeah, I'm in my I'm in the, the Discord, the premium Discord. You could always ask, right? Just this, this is how I build my lineups. I'm, I mean, I eat my own dog food. I'm not showing you. Here's here's lineup HQ, and then I have some proprietary thing that I do on my own. I built something to Excel or something. No, I use like I don't use anything else that's not that's not available on Rotogrinders, right? To build my lineups, I use the bat projections from Cardi, and I use lineup HQ. So, like, I don't think I don't have anything that that, that would be different from you. I'm profitable. So, and I, I win GPPs, right? Yeah, you're going to lose 90% of the time, but 10% of the time you win. I mean, that's GPP play. So I, I hope you got something out of it. And uh, and we'll, we'll talk about the 15-game slate tomorrow. Let's see what, what shenanigans are going to happen tonight, and we'll review it tomorrow because that's that's what we do on this show. The DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com. <laughs>